Well, Kara is now going to introduce our guest speaker today. So, Sabot Kirikesh, um, after that long introduction, how do I describe Sabot? Um, Sabot is Hungarian. Uh, he, Mike and I met him probably 25 years ago. Thanks, Dan. Uh, we were both working for the same organization when we were in Russia, and he, of course, was in Hungary as a Hungarian. Um, and we met Saboc, and he came out to Siberia to do a training for some of our leaders. Now, he also came along with Stuart and Jill Briscoe, who some of you may recognize. They're authors. They're world-renowned speakers. And after a week of them all being with us, and us sending them on their way, our Russian leaders talked to us afterwards and were talking about how wonderful the week was. And we honestly thought they were going to be talking about Stuart and Jill. And they said, no, it was Saboc. He was the one who really understood us and helped us. Could you please bring him back? And so our last year there, we did bring Saboc back. And Mike and I knew it was our last year in Russia. And we sort of were thinking in our minds, we'll coast through this year and then we're moving back to America. And Saboc had the intuition to see what we were thinking. And he sat us down one night and he said, don't waste this year. And they were the best words for us to hear. He modeled for us a small group of believers and unbelievers. And we got together in our home every week after that and had a meal together and loved each other. And it turned out to be our greatest year. And, of course, we brought that model back to Kettlebrook. So Saboch's fingerprints are all over our lives, our children's lives, and Kettlebrook. He, um, it is hard to say all that he's done. He's an author. He's written the, the, the books on church planting in Hungary. He uh, leads youth leaders all across Hungary, the Ukraine, Romania, Slovakia. He has started a youth movement. He runs youth camps. He trains pastors, leaders. And he also works very closely with um, very heartbroken girls in a detention center. So, Savoc, thanks yeah. for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. If you could maybe just tell us about your involvement with youth and start off with that and tell us why it's important. Thank you very much. Uh, you can ha- hear me, yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. So this is my family, and uh, we can just pass. Yeah. So um, I am invited by the second largest denomination of Hungary, the Reformed Church, to teach uh, the church their uh, youth leaders and pastors about. Uh, youth in teen age and uh, I am doing it all over Hungary and the neighboring countries and uh, I am doing this because this age the teenage uh, between 11 and 18 this is when they become from child to adult and uh, this is the age that is most uh, touched by the power of uh, the postmodern uh, and atheist uh, thoughts in, in Europe. And this is the age when the Caesar opens, whether they, uh, they, they start uh, to lose their childish, childish faith and they start to turn against their uh, parents, or 
uh, they decide to, we, we give them the possibility to decide with Jesus. This is the age when the mostly you can reach the people right now, at least in, in, in Europe, we found that the, the age when you can reach the people is now the teenage. So, and, and also, the, I realized that the church did not have the language and the message for this age. They were just giving them general information about the Bible and faith and redemption and other things, but nothing about what is happening in them. They are struggling with lots of fears. Uh, they are using uh, lots of faces to, to just to uh, cover their problems. And uh, so I am, I am, I am uh, leading uh, uh, half-year courses for youth leaders. Uh, I taught in the recent years 4,000 uh, pastors and uh, youth leaders on different kinds of uh, courses. Uh, here you can see one. Uh, one, one course that I, I was teaching at. And I also, I, uh, I lead camps uh, in summertime in which uh, I show how uh, it works. This is one uh, uh, camp, every other 3,000 members uh, youth camp of the Reformed Church, and I'm one of the leaders. I teach uh, more than 100 small group leaders, um, uh, who, who serve in the, uh, in the camp. And I also I am leading a movement, Infinity in Movement. We have our, our, our camp uh, every year. Our last camp was 180 uh, teenagers. And uh, I just shortly tell one story. You can go to the next one. Um, oh, it is not easy to... <laughs> See, but uh, just one, one story. The Holy Spirit arrives with such a power that we started to experience miracles happening in the, um, uh, at the camp and with the, with the teenagers. And uh, something which is like, like a miracle, just imagine that it was uh, last year and this year it happened again that uh, uh, a pastor came to speak to those who do not know Christ. Uh, who are new in the camp. And so he, he, he came, we had the worship, and after that he, he told that this day I will uh, speak to you about what does it mean to receive Christ. And at this point, a boy stood up and came to him. And he said, that, excuse me, what do, you, what do you want? I want to receive Christ. And he, 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 did not, he was not preaching about, <laughs> and he, he said that, so, so who, is, who does want to receive Christ? And 20 boys and girls just, just stood up and came, and uh, without any evangelism and teaching, and it, it happened last time, the same thing happened, that there was so much the presence of God, the power of God there, that when they heard that, uh, that there is a possibility to receive Christ with, with, without any preaching, they just came and, and, uh, and, and received Christ. So this is uh, the, 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 when, when the Spirit of God is there and uh, 
And I, I, I wanted to, to thank uh, for your prayers. There is a, a real result of the prayers that I see here and also in the, the juvenile detention place. So um, we could play a little game right now. Guess how old Saboch is, but I'll just tell you right out. <laughs> He's 60 years old, which... <laughs> Surprising by how he looks, but also the energy he has and the heart he has. Um, and I can attest to it with our own young, our own children, our own boys, who have gone through their own hard times. They absolutely love Saboch and always have because of how he relates to them. So if we had more time, we would talk about um, how Saboch trains and leads and mentors uh, also pastors and church leaders but one thing I would love for him to talk to us about more is his work in the youth detention center. So I believe it was about six or seven years ago, Saboch decided, I cannot just write about these things and teach pastors about them. I need to be involved in them myself continually. And so he started to work in a youth detention center. And I'll let him tell you the rest. Yes. So, so these are girls. This is the only... Uh, uh, it is like a prison. They call it detention place so that it would have a different name. But basically, uh, for girls who committed some kind of crime, and uh, they are in the age of 12 to 18. Now, uh, we uh, and all the uh, leaders of this place uh, we uh, decided that we count them as victims rather than as uh, criminals. Uh, I, 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 have heard, I have heard lots, lots of stories from, from them, how their fathers used them since their age of five, how they were sold uh, to be prostitutes, uh, and their parents sold them uh, to be prostitutes or their parents just took them to a state home and left them there. And uh, so behind uh, every face there is a story, there is a life, and not only that deed which, with which she, she has got to before the court. And um, so God, uh, God brought me there seven years ago, six and a half years ago, and uh, the first uh, months were, were very, very hard. They did not want to listen to me at all. They did not want to participate anything. And they were just joking on me and telling that there cannot be God. Uh, we do not want to listen to you. We do not. You are just coming far from us. You don't, cannot understand that. And uh, slowly, slowly it changed. Now, uh, more than half of the girls who are there uh, received Christ. They, uh, they are looking forward so much to when, when I come that, that if, a, if a new girl arrives, they just tell her all about that the Sabbath is coming and we are singing. And, and uh, the first song that we sang, uh, when I lead a worship meeting there, uh, sometimes I'm stopped. I, I, I just lead the worship meeting with, with one guitar, <laughs> and I, I stop playing the guitar because they are singing so beautifully to, to God that it is like like 
like here, like in a, in a worship meeting in a, in a church. And um, I, they gave me the possibility to do anything there. So I could bring in a youth camp, a Christian youth camp that is happening inside. They cannot go outside. So they have the similar program for a week. And I bring in youth, Christian youth, sport leaders, drama groups, uh, worship bands, and they experience what is the difference that they had behind or what they may have in the future if they decide to receive Christ and join a church. And I I just tell one story that uh, one... After one uh, worship meeting, I felt very much to go to one of their groups. One of their, they are living in, in homes. So, uh, and uh, uh, there was a girl who murdered her mother, killed her mother, on a very, very extremely brutal way. And uh, it was hidden even that she was there because there was so much uh, news in coming out in the t- television and newspapers about uh, this uh, thing, that uh, they, they did not dare to make it known that she was there. And uh, from the first day, I was tra- trying to talk to her, but she, you could not talk to her, especially about what happened. No, nobody knew. And her peers in the same uh, home, same group, they feared uh, of her because they felt that that any time she can do anything. And uh, so I went to their group after the worship meeting and started to talk to them. And they asked to sing and I prayed for them as it is usually happening that I ask, what can I pray for? And uh, she was sitting and she says, she said that the world disappeared for her. And she saw herself killing her mother. She, she saw what, what she is doing. And she started to feel that God, God is, is there. And that God understands her. God knows what is happening. What happened to her. Why is she doing this? And she, she, was, she just felt that she faced that she did not dare to face. She did, not, she did not dare to think about it at all. She felt that, yes, it is terrible what I have done. But God, God still loves me. And, uh, and uh, she, she, she prayed in, in, in herself, in, in her... And so uh, we were singing, and she just suddenly raised her hand and said, Subwatch, God forgave me. And I asked, what happened? May I pray for you? She said, no, I prayed. Mm -hmm. And God forgave me. And I know that I will be here and then in a prison for more than 10 years. But I am sure that God will be with me. Mm-hmm. And so this happened more than four months ago. And uh, her whole group received Christ. They are studying the Bible together every day and praying every day. And I, 
I am, uh, I I am inviting her to do uh, Bible school there so that she would be able to serve her peers uh, later in these years and so she could find a reason for her time uh, at the prison. Yeah, so... And uh, so I, I would like to read you a Bible verse as a greeting. This is my greeting to you. This is not a preaching. <laughs> I will not. Uh, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. So, Paul says that... uh, this all-surpassing power and treasure that we have in our body is the death of Jesus and the life of Jesus. And this is what you have. You, you may be in a time when you more fear that the death of Jesus is now happening uh, in me. Uh, but that is also the power of God in you that that will be revealed to other persons. Maybe you are having an easier time, but both, you are a, a, a jar of clay to reveal the, the love of God to this world. And it's just my, my greeting to you. Father, we thank you so much for Saboch and how you brought him into our life. Um, and into our church so many years ago. We thank you for the wisdom you have clearly given him for the heart he has um, and for the things that we can learn from him. I pray for the youth leaders that he's training, that they would be filled with your spirit and power to lead the youth and that the youth in Hungary would rise up and spread out all over Europe with the kingdom of the gospel. I pray, Father, for the girls in the detention center as well. Father, we know that you use the things that the world considers nothing um, for your purposes. And so we pray for these girls when they are able to come out of the detention center that you would use them to share your great love with people all around them. We lift them up to you and Saboch and his family. Pray that you would bless and keep them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.